1: Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
2: Welcome to Web College is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world are the hosts of webcology jim hedger and dave
3: davies hey everybody welcome to webcology here on the very last day of july uh july 31st 2008 this is jim hedger from metamin.com and dave davies from BeatSock seo and uh dave this is our uh i think this is our last live show before um SES san jose
4: it is it is and uh yeah, that's, that's kind of exciting. You're going to be away next week.
3: So. Yeah, dude, you know what? Exactly 59 minutes from now, <laughs> 59 <laughs> long. That you're counting. It's, like, it's like being in school, like, you know, just before summer vacation, and you're watching the clock, and the second hand takes like extra long. because I'm on vacation as soon as this show's over. Man, I'm telling you, I can't wait. I'm all rolled oh, up. Oh, well, I'm sorry
4: for tying you up here, but we did have a show to do.
3: <laughs> oh, hey, it's, it's you know what, this is a privilege, not an obligation.
4: Um, it's
3: going to be a fun show today. We have uh, we have a couple of great guests. We have Jim Flynn, the CEO and founder of EasyTakes.com. Um, EasyTakes is a video distribution service that I, I think is pretty interesting. I think it's going to be um, one of those business models that may well prove to be a, um, well, a, a future business model that, that other, other online uh, video distribution companies follow. Now, we're following uh, Jim Flynn from Easy Takes with Jerry Bader from MRP Web Media. Uh, Jerry and his company, they make the uh, commercials, the 30-second to 2-minute spots that tend to run at the beginning of online videos. So we got a guy who distributes the videos and a guy who makes one of the most—the necessary components for the videos and definitely the stuff that our listeners are, are going to be interested in when it comes to uh, to working with online video. But before we get to that... It's been another one of those, like you know, pretty silly weeks in the uh, in the news end of uh, search engine optimization. It's, it's actually it's, it started off being really damn cool. You know, I I had all this time to work on that line, and I I just just blew it, just blew it. It's pretty darn cool.
4: Um, have you checked out Cool yet, Dave? I I have you know I've done uh, done just a just a little bit of it. Uh, fortunately, I've had uh, Daryl over at the office because I'm on vacation this week, uh, and he's been sending me some some screenshots of, uh, of some interesting things he's found. And uh, yeah, that's that's really all I can say about that. I'm, I'm staring at one right now and. Uh, yeah, apparently it's it's actually me. I'm I'm in the kinks, judging from <laughs> judging from some of what I'm seeing here. So, uh, well, yeah, some, we've, some bugs to work out there, some, to say the least. We've
3: had some good fun looking at. I uh, actually at searches for your company. Um, not only are you in the kinks, apparently your uh, your assistant Daryl Quinnett, is um, half of hollow Oates.
4: Yeah, I noticed that. That's awesome. Man.
3: Yeah, that was that was that was for you, buddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what, if Daryl is uh, if Daryl is uh, Daryl Hall in Hall and Oaks, I think that makes you. Um, well, I Oates. think that makes you. Hall the Hall part. it. he's Daryl Hall. See, I get all about this stuff. That makes you Oates. You're John Oates. I sure am. Um okay, Cool is a is a funny little search engine. I did a review on it yesterday in the MetaBen blog to go along with the gajillion other reviews that are out there. Um I don't know. I mean if you were if you were launching a uh if you were launching a new search engine, Dave, would you call it would you allow your publicist to call it a
4: Google killer? No. <laughs> like, no, not even just... if I was launching you know, MSN Live, right? <laughs> like, would what, what I what I, what I have to, the audacity to call it that? So, um, you know, and from some of these results, uh, you know, as some that you've pointed out, um, you know, how, how, how? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't really get where they're going with that, but.
3: Well, neither do I. I mean, and, and it started with such promise. This is a this is a search engine that was started by former Google alumni. Yeah, they've been working on it for a couple of years now. It's been a beta test for a while, and they've just released it on Monday. And for anyone who wasn't paying attention, when uh, Cool was released on Monday, um, people went nuts for it. People started doing searches on it immediately. They read the word Google killer or, uh, you know, uh, search engine that threatens Google's dominance, and they went, holy shit, I need to have me some of this. And they all tried it out all at the same time, and cool, servers crashed. Totally not a very cool um, very cool debut day. But for those of us who did get through, we ended up seeing a fairly weird search engine result page um, spread across two or three columns. I guess the user can, can control that. For the life of me, I can't figure out how cool it's figuring its results. Like, there's some pretty weird stuff that comes, besides the images that they try to attach to, to every search result. Um, there's some pretty weird results that come up with it.
4: There definitely are. I mean, one thing I will give, and, and you called it, you called it there in, in not knowing how to figure out, you know, how are they coming up with some of the results they are, it'd be a difficult engine to game. <laughs> but but a large part of that is because Stand by. there isn't quite the same rhyme or reason uh, going on and, and yeah, I just can't wrap my head around now. I haven't spent a, a tremendous amount of time on it, and I don't actually believe it's the Google killer. But um, you know, I, I, I can't quite wrap my head around exactly how they're pulling um, and, and tying in specific sets of results for, for some of the phrases that I've looked up. So, um, well, but it's, you, I mean, it, it's a neat thing and, and developed by some some interesting people. It definitely needs a, a lot more work before it can be considered like a, a legitimate contender in the in the search engine game, but. Um, you know, a good the attempt. One, in the end- one answer, I, the
3: one question I want answered quickly is: How the hell are they figuring out image results beside their beside their uh, text results? I mean, there's one shot. That I, everyone does vanity searches, and you know, of course, I do vanity searches too. And you know, under my day, they have me in drag. <laughs> like, um, what the hell is this? This is not the business image I want to put forth. <laughs> Okay, to, to be, uh, to be real, it's not, not drag, a woman, uh, but it, she Google looks maybe like cool me.
4: Or... <laughs> Maybe they're out to get you. Maybe.
3: Speaking of out to get, um, Search Engine Journal, Lauren Baker, uh, whose birthday it was yesterday, uh, wrote an article this morning about Google and Yahoo spending $1.36 million, $1 million lobbying in Washington last quarter. Apparently, Yahoo spent about uh million. 630,000, and Google spent about 730,000. Now, seeing large corporations lobby in Washington, that's, that's normal. But what they were lobbying for is quite interesting. Here's, um, here's a few things that Lauren said Google was spending their lobbying funds on. Um, the Yahoo Network agreement um, to, to, to allow Google to advertise across that network. Google is supporting net neutrality rules, barring ISPs from favoring or discriminating against internet traffic. Um, legislation intended to map the availability of high-speed internet access across the states, measures intended to protect children from inappropriate content, uh, the wireless spectrum, spyware stuff. um, And Google would like to make it illegal for U.S. companies hosting internet content to give users personal information to governments that restrict internet access. Now that's what Google was lobbying for. Yahoo, on the other hand... Well, Yahoo would like to make it. Oh, Yahoo would also like to make it illegal for U.S. companies hosting uh, internet content to give personal information to governments that restrict internet access. And that's a good thing. It's good to see that both of them want to uh, protect the users, especially when you think of uh, regimes like China, who, uh, well, if you want to do business with China, you have to give them information if they, if by law. Um, and we've seen uh, a couple cases where where. Bloggers and reporters, um, mostly through Yahoo, have actually gone to jail in China for just writing about what uh, writing about the reality of, of their life there. Um, Yahoo would also like to see the U.S. government crack down on spyware and phishing scams, require registered sex offenders to furnish their email and instant message addresses, um, allow social networking websites to compare their user lists with not with the national sex offender registry. Um, and reverse a ruling by the Federal Copyright Board last year that dramatically increases royalty rates to Internet radio stations. That, that that you know, radio stations like, like Webmaster Radio have to pay artists and recording labels. That would be really cool, because um, last year the, they passed a uh, licensing fee that just swamped Internet radio. If anyone's interested in uh, more on, on this story, check out Search Engine Journal today. Um, this is one that I think is worth following. It's good to know how the major search engines are lobbying in Washington, because that gives us a clue to where they
4: want to see the Internet going next. Well, yeah, and when we're dealing with the likes of Google and Yahoo, that's probably a good thing to know.
3: Absolutely. Um, now, I mentioned it was Lauren
4: Baker's birthday yesterday.
3: Today is uh, Frank Watson's birthday, and anyone who's familiar with uh, Search Engine Watch or the Search Engine Watch forums uh, knows and loves the Aussie webmaster. That's Frank Watson. Frank, brother man, if you're listening, happy birthday, dude.
1: Happy birthday!
3: Okay, we're moving along pretty quickly. We're at eight minutes after the hour, and I told our guest, Jim Flynn, the CEO and founder of EasyTakes.com, that we'd have him on right up. you know, right about now. So, without further ado, I'd like to uh, I'd like to shift gears a little bit here and bring on our guest. We have a we have a fairly involved show today. So, um, friends, this is uh, Jim Hedger from MetaMan dot com. Dave Davis from Beesock SEO, and we're joined by Jim Flynn, the CEO and founder of <coughs> EasyTakes dot com. Jim, welcome to Webmaster Radio.
5: Thank you. It's good to be here.
3: Now, Easy Takes—it's um, a movie download service that has a. Well, I think it's probably more evolved than many of the other movie download services in that you've gone out and actually made licensing agreements with the with the major studios and with uh, with independent filmmakers. Is, is that correct?
5: Um, well, I'd say we're much more on the uh, independent filmmakers, the foreign, the art house, the culty um, uh, movie distributors than I'd say on the, on the major media company side. I mean, of course, we have some large companies that we do business with, but it's not the traditional movie companies. Uh, so you won't necessarily find on the Easy Take site titles that you'll trip over when you walk into Walmart or, or some other store, um, but you will, you will find uh, some interesting things that, that um, aren't necessarily available in other places.
3: Well as I understand it. You have over four thousand titles um, that you're distributing um, for actually for a fairly low cost, from uh, under two do- from free to under two dollars up to um, I've seen the highest one was nineteen ninety nine. Um Easy Takes has been around since June of two thousand and three. I understand you were two years into development. Your beta ended at the uh, towards the end of two thousand and five and you've been live since the end of two thousand and six. How's the business been going for you?
5: Good. Uh, it's uh, it's it's been certainly an interesting ride, and myself and the other co-founder here don't have a background in the entertainment business, so uh, it was a lot of on-the-job learning as we got up to um, a level where I, th- I think we get about uh, four hundred, five hundred thousand unique visitors a month, and we've got over four thousand films online available for download. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's. We just had a five-year anniversary, and it just—it really doesn't seem like that long a time that we've been in business. But uh, I, I believe we certainly accomplished an awful lot in that time frame.
3: Well, if you could just uh, for a little quick background for the listeners, um, how does EasyTake EasyTakes dot com work?
5: Okay, well, it's uh, it's much different than just about any other. Legal, or for that matter, illegal movie download site that you might find. In that, all of the 4,000 titles that we have online, you can download them to your PC, your Windows PC, or your Macintosh computer. And, and pretty soon, we'll also be supporting, Ubuntu, uh, well, not only Ubuntu, but Linux. Uh, and you can download them, you could watch them on your computer, and you can burn them to playable DVDs that will play in your living room DVD player. So, we we give somebody the opportunity if they find something great on our site that they'd like to have, they can actually watch it. And we bridge, unlike other movie download services that have been challenged with this, we've been able to bridge the gap in a pretty simple way between the home office PC, let's say, the Internet enabled PC, and the big screen TV in people's living rooms, which is typically where you want to. Enjoy feature film or, or what we call long-form content, and anything that's like a half hour or more. So we, every one of those DVDs can be burned. Uh, any one of those downloads can be burned to DVDs, and they they typically come with the, the the same quality as the the retail DVDs, and all the extra features, subtitles, and so forth that you'd um, you'd get there. So it's uh, um, we also have a. To go module, which enables you to export those videos to, uh, say, your your PSP or your iPod, if you have a video iPod, or even a, I have a Zoom that I export it to, and can watch movies on my portable device. Now, all of those things, being able to export videos and being able to burn DVDs, are things that traditional most, just, just about any one of our competitors have really gone out of their way to stop you from doing, and we've gone out of our way to make it easy for you to do that and legal for you to do that.
3: Now, I noticed... I, I know that you said earlier that you don't have, um... a lot of the the major filmmakers, uh... Like, licensed. However, I'm looking through your catalog right now, and I... I see some 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 feature-length films that I think people would, uh... would have known about, and many people would have gone and see. Uh, Super Size Me is up here. Uh, The Bandit Queen's up here. Um... Uh, where was the other one? Just Tiger in the Snow, um, uh, Little Fish, uh, River King. There's, there's some there's some pretty good pretty good names on your on your line. Oh yeah, I
5: I, I wouldn't I wouldn't disparage for a minute the films that we have up there. In fact, um, we we have some great films up there, and I, I watch a lot of them. <laughs> and. Uh, um, but what you won't find on the site is, um, is there will be blood or, or, or No Country for Old Men, at least not this year. Um, you know, maybe at some point you will, and we have a number of Oscar winners, but uh, they, the major Hollywood studios, uh, number one, they're pretty hesitant to enable somebody to do a download to DVD type of uh, transaction. they they're not, uh, I'm talking about the big studios are not comfortable with that. And um, also, they tend to hold back the rights for any of those titles. And since we're a completely legitimate service, we license everything that we put up, um, then we, we, you know, we can't put up those titles um, legally.
3: Well, well Jim, you've, and, and, you've obviously tried to contact these people. You've, you've obviously spoken with um, somebody at the, the major studios in the history of your company. What's their hesitation? Why don't they, why don't they go with a, a, a license download scheme?
5: Uh, because it's it 's difficult to apply uh something called digital rights management to a downloadable d v d and um, okay. although if um i mean if you go to Google and you type in no country from old for old men followed by the word torrent um, i mean you 'll literally find thousands of places to get it online illegally um, not that I would recommend anyone doing that but that that's you know that 's what people do i hear uh, it, it, it's um We'd really be adding no, no risk, but it's still the, uh, I guess, when you're dealing with large, large organizations, it's very bureaucratic, and the idea there is that they're going to use digital rights management to completely control the user experience as as, as absurd as any, any technologist worth his or her salt is going to say that that is. Um, and, and that's why, because we don't, we don't use DRM in our downloadable DVDs. Um, you know, it's philosophical. We don't. We don't believe that the guy or, or woman that takes out the credit card and pays you nine ninety nine is the one you have to worry about. Um, so, uh, but uh, and and the music industry has found this out too. Um, I, I had a meeting with the, the uh, chief operating officer of one of the major record labels, who also has a video library. This was uh, about two years ago and I told him that he would eventually have to distribute his music as MP3s, and I was literally laughed out of the room. Um, and, of course, now you know all the major record labels distribute their music as MP3s, and that's because you have to give the consumer value, which you know, i.e. portability, in order to get them to actually pay for content. You can't expect them to... Um, you know, wear these shackles and for the privilege of, of buying our, our content, of paying us for our content. That, that's proven not to work in both the video and in the music market as, as far as downloads concerned.
3: Well, yeah, it's like, it's like trying to hold uh, sand in your fist. The tighter you grasp, the more sand escapes from your fist. Now, earlier you exactly. said that if, if you go to Google do you type in uh, a major title, comma, torrent, you'll get the BitTorrent feed for uh, pretty much anything that's out there. So who are your viewers? Who, who is actually pulling out their credit card and downloading a DVD?
5: Well, I mean, if you, if you look at our site, I, if, if uh, there are people that honestly want to support the artists and the distributors, that are the rights holders that own these movies, uh, which I believe is, is most of the public if you give them something of value, uh, if they have a problem, meaning that if the, if the movie pixelates in the middle of the film, then they'll get a refund or they'll get technical support to help them figure out how to make it work. Uh, We give them a a good experience. We have our own servers. that let them download full DVDs pretty quickly. um, We'll enable them to print the label, the cover artwork, so they can create their own lead DVD cases if they want. We'll let them burn backup DVDs, and it's all legal. They'll they'll never get sued for it. Uh, And and, uh, a lot of people find that, uh, that 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 aspect of it, the convenience factor and the uh, um, the high quality, the support, very attractive. And they also, I, I think, they appreciate not being treated like criminals. Indeed,
3: indeed. Well, the the. The sad truth is all legal content needs funding in one way or another, and here on Webmaster Radio we get our funding by going to commercial break, and I uh, just got message from the studio that that's something we have to do right about now. Jim, I hope I can get you to stick around for a few minutes. We're going to be coming back um, after about two minutes of commercials here on, web, on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Stay tuned, friends. We'll be back with Jim Flynn from Easy Takes after a few
2: moments only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers
4: that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis.
2: And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go to SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my. He crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with the Sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's Sure Hits. SEOSeq.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOseq.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOC.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today. At SEOC.com.
1: Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider.
5: Chris Hanger, Vice President of Affiliate Marketing at Performix DoubleClick. What can we expect out of Affiliate Marketing this year? Over time,
2: we've seen people wonder if the demise of Affiliate Marketing is coming, and and I certainly don't believe that. The nuances, the types of specific affiliates and affiliate publishers do change, and and we expect further
4: change.
1: Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Domain Masters. I am the master of my domain. That's my wife. Domain Masters live broadcast Wednesdays at seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts Jim Hedger and Dave D. Hey, welcome
3: back, friends. This is Jim Hedger from Medaman.com and Dave David from This is Webcology for July 31st, 2008, and we're joined by Jim Flynn, founder and CEO of EasyTakes.com. Jim, welcome back. Thanks. Okay, we were just um, talking about uh, why the major labels, the, the major um, uh, uh, Content creators don't get into uh, digital downloads. Why they avoid it? Your company's been around since uh, June of 2003, and, and you spent a couple of years developing the software. But you've been in the ecosystem for at least you know, three years now. But live in the ecosystem for three years. What are some of the lessons you've learned from the start from the start of your company to the present?
5: Well, um, I I just want to clarify just uh, one one comment that you made. I I think um, just about everybody who has video content is is now looking at different ways to monetize that content. So they're they're not staying away from downloads in general. It's just that um, contrary to what's happened in the music business, the video business is still enamored with the idea of using uh, um, the DRM technology to try to control the customer. Um, at least at this point. So, and, and that that changes over time. We, we do see some some sites coming up that are owned by major media companies uh, that don't use digital rights management, and, and, and you know. So, we're hopeful that uh, we'll continue to make progress. Uh, things I, I've learned. Um, I mean, gee, there's a ton of things that that run from the mundane to knowing about copyright and, and and rights and international rights and so forth and um but um, you know I think it's uh similar to any any startup that I've been involved with that it, it just takes a lot of work and, and patience Um, I I know a a local entrepreneur who uh, also started a company and recently wrote a book and just saying that luck plays a big role in your success, uh, but in many ways if you work very hard and have patience and you're persistent, that eventually you'll make your own luck. So um, I I think that's been then true of us that uh, in many things that we've tried to do, um, for example, we thought that we would get to profitability as a company once we had a 1,000 titles online. Um, that profitability, we actually uh, we t- turned profitable at the beginning of, of this year, but that happened at about 3,000 titles. So um, we were off by a factor of three in, in something as as fundamental as that, and uh, you know, it just goes to show you that you have to plan for those contingencies and be ready to to you know either ratchet up or ratchet down your expectations based on the data points that you get.
3: Well, in the earliest days of the company. Um, do you feel you?